Hello and welcome to the Tech Lunch Podcast, where we encourage our listeners to learn something new about tech every week. This can range from learning about new and exciting applications to the advancements in coding and technology. If you are always learning, you will always be a step above the rest. Take the time during lunch or during a break to listen and learn, kind of like a lunch and learn, but for the years. This podcast will open the listeners' ears to new and exciting technologies they may have not been purviewed to in the past. These topics will range from manufacturing technologies to data collection technologies and everything in between. Hello, I'm Nick. Hey, I'm John. And, you know, this week we're kind of, you know, missing Ed. And it is, uh, you know, Valentine's Day weekend week, yeah, so, you know, true. he's out there getting held hostage against his will. Um, <laughs> or with his will, depending on how you're looking at it. Um, you know, pretty much if you're stuck in that same situation, you know, blink twice and we'll send somebody. Um, yeah, so Amber Alert. <laughs> yeah, we'll send you an Amber Alert. How about that? Um, you know, just make sure you don't wake up in the morning missing a kidney. There you go. Um, you, you know, wake up in an ice bath. And reach for a phone, yeah. um, not the toaster. <laughs> um, all right, but you know, in all honesty, you know, it, it's it's kind of funny that you know we start dealing with, and you know, hopefully, also, hopefully soon we can hear from Ed about how that competition went this past weekend. Oh, it was last weekend. He said it's, something about his classes were starting back up again. Or well, he's getting ready to finish them. Oh, finish them. Oh, okay. So, but he had that cybersecurity um, yeah. uh, competition, you know, last week, yeah. last weekend. So we kind of want to, you know, hear about how that went, stuff like that. So next time he's around, we'll kind of touch on that and kind of see, yeah. you know, kind of how that went. I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious. You know, I'm still trying to see when they're going to start doing 3D printing competitions. Yeah. You know, engineering based on 3D printing competitions might be something we can start here locally. Um, yeah, that sounds like fun. So might be might be something. That so, actually is a good idea. Yeah. Something there, you know. <laughs> Maybe if you can if you can print it, we'll see how long it takes to destroy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I you know I digress, but you know thing is, and but that brings us to this week, you know it's you know three D printing, you know it's pretty much, um, you know to it, it's you know to to enclose or not to enclose, you know that that's that that's the main question here, you know yes that is a rip on a on a on a poet, but you know mm. e tuber day. You know, it's yeah. we're we're getting there. Um, so you know, we're going down the wrong rabbit hole again. Um, yeah, yeah, no, but know. but enclosing enclosure, like of course we're talking three D printing enclosing. The it, it is a question that comes up constantly mm-hmm. with um with all well mostly FDMs. I mean, actually, no, with all printers. All printers because like that, because yeah. my resin printer, my SLS printer needs to be enclosed as well. It yeah. even has a sensor that you know it won't. It's like a, a cutoff. It'll stop mm-hmm. when it recognizes that, you know, that uh, top piece is off. Yeah, that leads me to okay. a bigger question. If we think that all printers, if almost all printers are impacted by the by the enclosure thing, how does that work with deltas? Uh, the, <laughs> delta's a different animal. It's got, no, it's got its own room. Uh, no, the delta printers are just uh, crazy to me because, like, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a delta printer enclosed. Yeah, neither have I. And they're printing pretty well, <laughs> and so. they're printing different filaments too. Yeah, yeah. You got three. You got you got, and this is what 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 kind of boggles the mind. This is why we're getting to this, and you'll kind of hear this come up. It's you got these Delta printers out there that are printing in nylon, you know, and yeah. they're printing unenclosed, without warping. Same thing with ABS. Which is impressive. Without warping, which yeah. is is the one thing that you know kind of you know boggles the mind because you can't really print without warping 
yeah, on it's, some printers. It's, it really, it's like relying on a few, t- uh, a few like key points. Like your cooling is one thing that's gonna deal with your warping. Um, are you maintain? Most things are gonna maintain temperature on the heat bed. You're, mm. that's not gonna be a problem. But you think about you know heat creep on the hot end. You think about elephant foot for the heat bed. Like there's a whole bunch of topics that are issues that could arise when you do a taller print like on the Delta printer and the fact that it can go like print a full size sword or something like that. Yeah. Incredible. But w- when you compare that to like what an Ender 3 Pro would do or even just a Prusa Mark 3 like would do yeah. out of the box they they're going to they need they need the cooling. They need that. Otherwise you're going to have, you know, bed adhesion problems. Mm-hmm. You're going to have layer shifts. Like it's gonna in- introduce a whole host of problems. So yeah. it's it's crazy to me. I mean, we we kind of harp on the Delta printer for being like a workhorse. It is very big. It is unruly. It is a, a, a big clunky industrial type device. So it it it's cool and it's how its system works. Um, and it definitely it, it puts its money where its mouth is. But we're talking about. I don't know how many people have a Delta printer in their home. Yeah, it's if, you, getting if you do, more, send us yeah. a message. That's really cool. With a video on it or something, or send it to us. You know, you can send it to us via email, or you know, if you're on Twitter, send it to you know Volcanara Tech on Twitter, yeah. and you know, we'll, we'll see it. You know, it's that that's something that you know we're kind of interested in. You know, it's like if you have this type of technology, let's talk about it. Yeah, we because like uh, that's one of the things we talked about one of the other past episodes where we were talking. You know, levels of the 3D printing, like beginner, intermediate, advanced, yeah, expert. Yeah, Delta's whole another battle. Yeah, Delta is one of those ones that is like, you're pr- probably not going to step into a Delta off the rip. You're going to have some problems. If, if you start off with it, more power to you. You're going to yeah. probably have it thrown away in the next couple weeks because it's not going to work. But And the thing is, I think that, you know, and, and speaking of Deltas, and I know this is going in the enclosure topic, Mm-hmm. You know, but the thing is, is because, and this is how it all ties in because of the different types of materials that it can bring. Yeah. But the big thing is, is I think the Delta is a unicorn. You know, it's a, I hate to say it's a unicorn, it's a unicorn between the people that we associate with. Mm. I don't think we associate with anybody within our close knit group of people who do 3D printing. Yeah. Mostly your family. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, some friends <laughs> from work. That, I don't think any of them have Delta printers. No, they, they don't. And, and, I, we, we they really haven't stepped outside of the realm of your standard FDM printing Prusa. uh, Prusas or Ender threes. I mean, I kind of forced Jason to get the uh, I kind of gifted him the Chiron, so he has to do something with a large form factor, which would be nice to see because that's that's kind of what you're getting towards next is is you you have that small that average size consumer mm-hmm. printer, and now you want to go large form factor if you need to print bigger things like uh, I don't know like a a full-size jack-o'-lantern for Halloween. And you don't yeah. have to worry about gluing the pieces together because it's all print and piece one size. So it's... Uh, I know we're still all off topic of the enclosures, but, like, they, these are things that, like, as you're growing in, in the world of, you know, hobbyist computer or 3D printing um, and, and growing with your knowledge of those things, you're going to start building things bigger, and then that is when this enclosure problem becomes more of an issue. Yeah, because it's it's that's that's the one the Chiron was the one printer I was having the problem with with, um, uh, what is it the hot end, going for too long because it needed to print for what, fifty sixty hours sometimes, mm-hmm. um, and having an issue with um, you know the heat creep in the uh, the heat break 
yeah. uh, on the the print head, as well as the glass bed would lose temp a little bit too. Mm-hmm. So and it would fail my prints, and it would be forty hours into a sixty hour print. And yeah. then when I got the when I got an enclosure and I tried to do a print, it print my it printed the dragon fine. It printed all four dragons fine. Mm-hmm. So it was a noticeable difference. However, it was printing those before. So I I mean honestly, it's hard to say that a nozzle switch or not or a hot end switch wouldn't have fixed it as well. Yeah. So, um, but I, I definitely think if you're if you're talking grand scheme of things, depending on if you have a conventional one, I, I would say it's just a good idea to enclose it. Yeah, and the thing is, is there's so many different ways and you know out there to enclose it. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like how I kind of it's like you know. Then the thing is, is let's kind of approach this to you know like a, like a multi way of doing this. Um, pretty much, you know, we can walk down the filament aisle, and different filaments are going to require you to um, uh, enclose. Mm-hmm. So I think let's kind of lay out the filaments that they need that they're going to be working with right. that require an enclosure and then kind of work into how we enclose a printer. Mm-hmm. If everybody comes with one, which is like your MakerBots, your um, Flash Forges, yeah, your, your Vorons, yeah. and stuff like that. Some of them already have an enclosure built onto the machine. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're like your MakerBots, not your MakerBots, but the, I would think in, the, in, like the P1Ps and stuff like that. You know, the, uh, yeah, Bamboo Labs. Bamboo Labs. I would think in those cases, those... The the developers and manufacturers of those printers have already said, oh, we're not going to give you a choice. <laughs> yeah. We're going to put this on here because we know, I mean, of course we talked about it. This is Those are also advanced, I would say, printers. Right, exactly. Um, and they know that you're going to want to try to tinker and you're going to want to try to drive. engineering level printers. Yeah. They know, they know that these are going to be prototypes and grown and built on. And, mm-hmm. and, and in a lot of cases, those companies take those mods and those improvements to heart, and they yeah. make them part of the next version. It's like the, um, who was it? They made the kids' version of the printers. All the kids' versions of the printers are enclosed. Mm-hmm. So the safety factor. Yeah, it just makes sense. Um, and then um, Dremel. Um, Dremel came out of that 3D printer. Really? Yeah, and it's, I, it's enclosed. I was going to say, I feel like they just <laughs> made one where it's like, yeah, just put a Dremel in the middle here, and we got you a... It's a full-blown 3D printer. Everything you need. So... You know that that's the thing. It's a full blown three D printer. That's pretty impressive. It's it's insane. Yeah, like, we. I mean, and you bought used to buy it at Lowe's. Like they would they would sell them at Lowe's along with the filament. Uh-huh. Um, and like you'd get them at like the you could buy their filament at the the um uh, Joanne Fabrics and stuff like that because Joanne Fabrics used to sell filament all the time. Yeah, which is it's crazy because now now it's hard to get filament. You gotta order it or you gotta like yeah, specially get it. Amazon, whatever, but that, and that drives up the price. Or if you get it on AliExpress or something like that, it's it's nice and cheap, but it's gonna take God knows how long to get here. <laughs> right. So and you know that also goes into the you know the the, the types of filament that we're dealing with here. You know, as a as in a PLA, you're really not going to enclose. I wouldn't think. I, I think it's it's one of the bush. most yeah, it's one of the most forgiving. I would say um, to print just out of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in an enclose it, it's it's too susceptible to heat, in my opinion. Yeah. Because your print bed is sixty degrees Celsius, and your pr- your hot end is two twenty. If your if your if your enclosure is small enough. It's going to heat that chamber to 60, and everything is going to be kind of mushy. You think about, like, uh, clay, like, yeah. a, like, a feel, like a clay feeling, like, like dough and stuff like that, Play-Doh or something like that. Yeah. 
And and in those cases, if you have any layer, we talk. It's it's gonna make your elephant foot like that much worse, and mm. the like your hot end is just gonna slice <clears throat> through it like butter, and your print's ruined. So and you know with that, if you are if you are printing PLA in an enclosure, open the doors. Yeah, yeah. You know, because let the heat out. Turn turn your parts cooling fan on too. <laughs> yeah, and you know that's you know if you're dealing with a regular printer, that's really not something you're you're too too worried about. You know, no, um, especially with PLA, you're not. It's not. Yeah, it's it's a beginner filament. It's great to learn on. Um, you can fail as many times as you want to, and it's you're not going to break the bank. Mm-hmm. Now, you start getting into like a pet G type of you know filament situation. Yeah. Where there's two different schools of thought to that though. Pet G is notoriously terrible adhesion um, yeah. to get it to stick. However, once it sticks, yeah. it's like Gorilla Glue. Yeah. Um, you know, or the spray that girl sprayed in her hair. And, no, no, no. That was, that, that was, that was yeah. Gorilla Glue spray. Yeah. That was Gorilla Glue spray. Um, don't do that, by the way. Yeah, don't, don't, please don't. Um, <laughs> if you do, send us the pictures when we left you. Um, yeah, you should go see a doctor first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely do that. Um, you have to shave all your hair off. Right, and you're walking around looking like freaking, you know, uh, uh, what is it, Job of the Hut, freaking hairy hands. Yeah, um, thanks. I, don't do it. Don't do <laughs> just it. don't do it. Um, but the thing is, is like, we, we say that because if you put that, if you put PETG on a flat surface, yeah. it's going to stick like Jesus. It, and I've had that same problem. I will admit that I've destroyed a bed before. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, yeah. Um, I've kind of hurt you think this that, other one, but you think that it's like possibly you're like mm, maybe it's my Z offset. I'm gonna get a little bit closer. I'll adjust the E steps. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll get that bed a little bit closer, and then next thing you know, your nozzle's digging your way at your bed. Yep, had that happen. Yeah. Um, too far. But you know, the thing is, is you know, PETG is 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 one of those where it's like, okay, cool. And all it really is is PETG is is PET with glycerin added. Mm. Um, um, so the thing is, if you think about that, if you ever, whenever you print, it's, it's not like you know PLA, which is an acid. You know, was it polyelectric acid or something like that? Something like that. Um, that stuff you have to clean in between prints. Yeah. Same it, thing with with PETG, but not as much. Yeah. Well, see, and if you're switching back and forth, that's it's that film that you worry about because yeah. that's why that's why you keep the alcohol handy, because it creates this oil that's um, colorless, yeah. and and what that does is it it makes sure that your pet G is not going to stick. Yeah. So or whatever other filament shoot for that matter is going to stick, uh, and so it's the same thing with with pet G. I also think about um, what is the material of your bed. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I know we're talking major major point is why enclose or not enclose. But if I enclose with a glass bed, that glass is going to maintain. It's thicker than your your PEI or your silicon, yep. silicone, whatever. Um, and it, so it's going to maintain that temperature. It's going to make it much hotter, much quicker, or longer yep. last. So, PETG glass. Will ne- PETG almost will never come off of glass. That's why It'll you use activators. Glass. Yeah, that's why you use activators hairspray. like a hairspray or like a, a, a glue sticker. You put it on the the upside down tape. Th- yeah. Those are the reasons for those. Like, just want to kind of get rid of the misconception that so putting putting tape down doesn't mean you're trying to, you know, glue or like print to the glue side of the tape. 
just to get it to stay. No, it, the point is is that it comes off the bed easier. Yeah, it <laughs> protects your print. Yeah, so that, the that's the thing. Yeah, because it's going to lay down on that other material, and that's the same way why we talked about the, what is that, the hang bot that connects to the corners yeah. of your room, and you just lay down a piece of cardboard. I mean, it's 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 very important what your print bed is. Yeah. Um, because I would rather not enclose a glass bed, mm-hmm. and I would a silicone or maybe like a PEI spring steel. Yeah, I'd be afraid of the shatter. Yeah. And the thing is, is with that, you know, there, that's where there's two, two, two schools of thought with PETG. There's one thought that says, okay, cool, I can enclose this darn thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I'm printing close to the same temperature as I'm printing ABS. Yeah. Um, but then there's other and there's things saying, well, if I do this, I'm never for the life of me to get this thing off the bed. Yeah. Um, but then there's, oh, well, I can... Shouldn't have to use a chisel to get a print off a bed. Right. <laughs> but the thing about PETG, and, and this is why I like it, and this is why I started with it, you know, bad career move, um, is the fact that you can print on any printer. Yeah. Any printer that you can print PLA on, you can print PETG. Yeah. And so you can learn how to get into engineering style filaments without having to worry about it. It's a natural progression. Right. And then yeah. speaking of that, then we jump into, you know, everybody's, you know, favorite cousin, you know, ABS. ABS or ASA. Yeah, yeah. or ASA. You're talking about styrenes at this point, you know. Those, those, oh man, there's just so much better with the heat resistance and, and um, like, PLA, if you've ever, if anyone listening has ever worked with it, probably would know it's pretty brittle. Yeah. Pretty susceptible to splitting along the, the <clears throat> layer lines. Uh, Pet G a little bit less so, a little bit more more um, durability, yeah. Um, but ABS, you, you, those are the things that I would throw outside. That that'll be like that'll take UV rays like nine times out of ten is gonna last. So yeah. um, that I mean that's that's the goal for me to print like standard utility items is ABS. ASA is very similar, higher temperature. Um, yeah, less VOC. The threshold as well. Uh, it, it can withstand higher temperatures. So. I mean, for those though, I would say enclosure required. Yeah, I I would say the same thing. It, it, but we can play devil's advocate on this. But there are some people out there, oh man, that are just freaks of nature, that have figured out how to print AS, uh, AB, uh, a, 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 a freaking ABS hmm. or ASA right. without an enclosure, which some people figured out pretty quickly. Yeah. Some don't, but the thing is, is your, your typical Ender series of printers, which that's what everybody starts with most of the time, yeah. um, is already pre-programmed or on ABS. Yeah, it, it comes most, I mean, no, yeah, it does. It says PLA, it, PLA, PETG, ABS, those are going to be your standard start. And it's, and it's a good, it's a good ramp up, honestly. Like yeah. I would, I would say that that's probably what, what a standard person trying to get into 3D printing should do is ramp up with those three. Um, and, and I would say TPU is not something that you should try to throw in until a little bit later, yeah. uh, unless absolutely necessary, because TPU, much like PETG, is like, it's, it's like, uh, it's um, yeah, like a molasses, extrusion. like it, it wants to stick yeah. more than it should, and then, like, it's just confusing on the side that you'd have to learn more about how the material reacts to cooling, because yeah. it's supposed to flex. And the thing is, is with that, that's that kind of makes me laugh because I saw something the other day about foaming TPU. Foaming. Yeah, foaming. What do you mean, like? Like expanding. 
Ah, like right, as it cools, right, it expands, right. or as it extrudes, it expands. Like in a lattice or something like that, right? It's, it's like it's like a foam. Yeah, that's. Um, that's so and you can buy it as a regular roll, so it's not like it's you know anything extraordinary. But it, but the thing is about that, it, it and it prevents you having to run dual gear extruders. Um, okay. And TPU can be printed without a enclosure. Yeah. And you know, but now. You know, I, I'm going to go back to ABS real quick because you have the guys who are running like ABS Plus and stuff like that that don't require enclosures. They've kind of re-engineered that filament to not require yeah. an enclosure, which it's kind of like, okay, so since it is ABS, technically by definition and by chemical composition, do I run an enclosure or not? Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, ABS when when you get into the pluses, ABS plus, you know, PLA, PLA plus, plus yeah. PETG plus, all those things, it's it's harder and harder to to know or expect uh, or predict. I guess how it's gonna the the filament's gonna react. You, yeah. you just have to like do it. You have to trial and error it out. Right. Um, unless you're the ones who developed the the um, the filaments yourselves, then you would know because. You know, one PLA plus is not the same as the next PLA oh, no. plus on a I different brand. So it's, I mean, that's the same reason that we look at it on, you know, when you're buying your filaments anywhere. It says dimensional accuracy, plus or minus 0 0.02 millimeter. You see 0 0.03, you see 0 0.01. So those, all those things kind of, I take into account with um, what am I printing. Yeah. Um, and that also is a piece that you should think about if you're like, should I enclose it? What are you printing? Yeah, right, exactly. Right, are you printing a button? Yeah, I mean, honestly, is it going to hurt it? <laughs> right. Like, are you printing something that doesn't need to be precise? Then send it, it's fine. Are you printing something that articulates? You might need one. Yeah. Like, you might need to be able to control that temperature. Like, in some filaments are more forgiving than others, yeah. but I would, like, PLA+, plus, PETG+, plus, ABS+, plus. so those, most of those are going to be geared towards kind of they have a goal, so they're probably yeah. going to be more forgiving in, in when they're printing it. Um, and, and a lot of people are trying to go to industrial yeah. printing, so they want it to be able to take a little bit more wear and tear right. or, or be a little bit rougher. Maybe the temperature is not exactly the, the temperature it likes. Yeah. So, but, but at the end of the day, it, it gets to um, that glass transition temperature yeah. for when it's laying down on the bed and laying its levels down. And if that temperature fluctuates too much, you start seeing the salmon skidding or the, the uh, layer shifts yeah. on your print, especially if it's a taller print. And if you think about it, you start dealing with with filaments that have something impregnated them, like yeah. carbon fiber or PLA or it adds you know, new or stuff like that. And that, that just completely screws the pooch on that idea. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, is kind of like the offshoot of, you know, that. then the thing is, is, you know, if you guys think about this, anything above ABS, so when we start getting nylons, yeah, like um, uh, polycarbonates. Polycarbonate's a good one. The you know the the world of engineering filaments. Those mm -hmm. all require an enclosure. Because you print such a high heat. Yeah. That they require an enclosure. But the thing is about also be you know having an enclosure in a smaller scale printer. Mind you, I'm building my first printer with a, with a, with a, with an enclosure now. But the kind of the bonus of that is being able to use your enclosure as a filament dryer. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I mean, you, you can print a couple offsets. You set, yeah. you set your filament down on top of it, stack it in there, turn the printer on for a little bit, and you know, it, it dry itself out. And you have, and you have, because like that's that's also an issue that most people don't realize. If your print is stringing a lot and and you didn't change anything, but maybe your filament's a little older, it's because you got water in it, some moisture in it, and and you need a filament dryer. 
yep. whether it's a repurposed food dehydrator or, I, I mean, it's kind of sketchy, but you can use the oven, just very low temperature. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, if you're sniffing the other, will be really, really, really mad. Yeah, I think that it's dangerous to do that because that's also where you're, you're eating. You yeah. put your food there, too, so I wouldn't want plastic fumes or anything like that. Yeah, don't, don't use your toaster. Yeah, I, I prefer that you wouldn't use it, it, but it is possible. Yeah. I would say get a dry box yeah. or get a get a cheap, cheap food dehydrator. You can 3D print the sides. It doesn't have to be ABS. It can mm-hmm. be PETG, minor PETG, and... It lets me. I dry my spool out before I use it. Every it time. It's either that or you know get a um, one of the clear boxes, set a put a piece print. You know if you're really printing something at that point, print something that will hold a um, a, a dowel rod mm-hmm. or a piece of PVC. Slide the, the the filament in there and throw a bunch of the silica packets down at the bottom. It's going to have the same effect. Yep, exactly. exactly. Um, so if you're you know if you're tight on a budget, use a bucket. Throw it in there. Make sure it's got a lid with some silica packets in there. Make sure it's got some standoff so it doesn't sit in the moisture down at the bottom. Yeah. And, uh, you know, let it go. Yeah, then you're good. You don't have to heat it up. You know, you can set it, hell, most, if you live in a hot climate. Yeah, it's it doesn't need it, to be it, heat. It, 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 it works by on its own. Yeah, it needs to be, the, the moisture needs to be removed. Shoot, even, I, it's terrible if, if you work in the place where you're printing, I don't suggest it. But if it's in an, its own room and you can kind of keep it closed and it's already, you know, that room is controlled, um, a, a dehumidifier in the room. Yeah. That helps too. Um, so it's, there's a whole bunch of different ways, but it's, it's about if you're thinking about just enclosing it, it's probably cheaper to enclose it than try to do all the other steps that we're trying to do, all right. the other hoops that you want to jump through. So I would just say, like, that's, that's, in that case, I would still say, yeah, you should. Yeah, that you know, and if you're gonna do it in a bucket, putting the bucket stick out in the garage. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, if you live in the, you know, from what some of my, um, uh, so what some of our, our listeners looks like their their locations, you're in the eastern hemisphere, guys. Um, y'all, it gets hot. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, it's real hot. Um, based on where some of y'all are at. Um, you know, like good oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is you have enough heat there to set it outside in a bucket. A little bit of freaking stuff in there and let it go. Yeah. And, and then pull it back in before it turns into goo. Um, yeah. No direct sunlight. <laughs> right. You know, no, I think it, it's, you know, it's like, you know, I, I know we got some, some listeners that are, you know, coming from, you know, from, you know, the, uh, from India and stuff like that. Y'all, if you put your filament outside and it's about the, it's about the heat from the surface of the sun, um, back off a little bit. Yeah. You can um, bring it. the damn thing back inside. You um, <laughs> So believe me, you know we're here in the states, and it does get it does get that hot here, and uh, we'll leave it out in the garage for a few minutes, and then it's okay, it's done. Um, so some of y'all are more colder climates than others. Um, some are more tropical. Don't do that. If you if you're gonna put your filament outside, do not do that in a tropical environment. Um, because this is gonna be even more wet. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. You know, I just you know you just poke a little bit of fun, but having a good time. And you know, if y'all come, if y'all have an interesting way of a filament dryer, send yeah. it to us. Yeah, we'll try it. You know, we That'd got plenty cool. of, I guess you can say, junk filament lying around, or half used rolls of filament because we tried something we didn't like it. Yeah. But you know, and we'll we're, we're willing to make a whole entire YouTube video on that and give you credit for yeah, it. Even I'm, I'd love to try it. I'm honestly. even curious at like, if I would like, uh, so right out of the box. 
by by the filament three same three times identical filament. One as a control, one drive, and the other one dropped in a bucket of water. Yeah. And then and then wiped off and trying to print with it and see if see what a benchy would look like on each. I'd one. like to see what happens when you throw any spools into a into a um, uh, vacuum chamber to pull all the air, all the fluid yeah, out of exactly. it. Exactly. So if you think about it, water evaporates at a certain pressure. Because that's because these are all the things that we're, we're we're talking about. Is all the things moisture is the point of it. So like yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah like you take when you dunk it in cool water, you throw too. in a pressure chamber, and you see what happens. Water's going to boil off. Yeah. So, but yeah. if you all have any different ways, we're going to make a YouTube video eventually on that. Um, we promise. Believe me, we'll get like the the, the kilogram spools. Um, you know, nothing or the seven hundred fifty gram spools. Yeah. But not the big ones. Right. <laughs> Um, but you know, y'all, if you're, if you're, if you have an interesting way of, of drying your filament before you use it, send it to us, you know, send it to us on Twitter, send it to us on, on, on Instagram, send it to us someplace, you know, let us know what you're doing because we would love to try something, maybe show it off a little bit for you and get you some credit for it, you know, and, uh, if anything, you know, if we really like the idea and we do it on a YouTube video or something like that, you know, we'll do a, a call in with you, you know, stuff yeah. like that. We'll send you an invite on teams or something like that, or. Google Chat or whatever the heck you want to use. We'll talk about it. And we'll talk about it. We'll talk about how you came up with the idea, you know, so you can get a little bit of credit for it. And if you're, you know, if you're marketing that type of stuff, you know, let us know and, you know, we can see if we can help you out. Yeah. You know, not saying we got the world's, you know, biggest amount of followers, but, you know, we can help you out. You know, we're willing to do that. Y'all help us out. We'll, we'll help you out. One more talking, one more person talking about it is another person that's kind of, you know, getting the word out. So right. it just grows. It's, it's, you know, it's exponential. It's, it's a, you know, domino effect. Right. And, you know, that's why we ask y'all to, you know, share the, the content if you can, you know, get, get, get the word out there and, you know, help us out. But, you know, now we're kind of going on the, the, the path of, you know, if we're talking about, you know, we've, we've made it through the decision of am I going to enclose or not enclose. That, that kind of rotates into how to enclose. Yeah. What do I use? Like You know, how do I do this? Do I use it with PVC pipe and shower curtain? Yeah. Do I use it with angle iron and a welder? And a little bit of freaking um, ingenuity with a you know, some uh, plexiglass? Or am I using tarp and duct tape? There's another way of doing it. it I mean, it's not... It's There are people out there that just have a tent. Like, that has like... Um, the same material that you would have, like a safety, like a fire blanket, yeah, and it's on the inside of that. Like, that's that's as simple as it's got to be. Yeah, or a plastic, or or not a, literally a plastic line, but a um, like a cardboard box with a blanket thrown over the top of it. Mm -hmm. It's going to hold the heat. Mm -hmm. You know, it's but if you're using Octoprint and you put a camera in there, put a light, um, you won't see anything. It'd be a little dark. Um, but, you know, that's the thing. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, you can make an enclosure out of darn near anything. You know, it's, and there's the, 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 the kits all over the place. Creality's got with the bag. Yeah, the Creality has one that you can just buy straight out that you just put your Ender 3 in. And you zip it up? You just zip it up like a tent. It's like, it's the, the most plug and play I can, you, you, you can get. And then you think about, uh, if you go on any place like Thingiverse, I mean, we, we look at stuff that have developers that work on it, like Boron and stuff like that, and it's like built in. But uh, like on Thingiverse, to me, this is probably where a lot of the ideals started for those, mm -hmm. for those some of those like um, handmade, custom-made, open-source models. Yeah, uh, Yeah, things like that. But they have the IKEA lac tables, what most people have. They buy, you know, $15 
end table from Ikea, buy three of them, you stack them, and they actually have in the frames for the, the risers are the spots for you to drill in your acrylic. Mm -hmm. And y'all that live in Europe, you probably got an Ikea probably every couple square miles. Yeah. Um, so you can easily find the lack tables. They deliver. Yeah, they do deliver. <laughs> um, and um, from the looks of the maps and stuff like that, some of y'all are in the delivery zone. Oh, yeah. I know we are. Oh, yeah. um, I just don't like fighting with stuff that comes out of a box like that. Um, yeah, then you're going to have like an extra like five of each, and you're like, why do right. I have so many? Did I miss something? <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, if you're married, we also call that the store that, well, we're going to test your marriage real quick. Yeah. Um, you know, how much stuff can you get out of saying no? Um, yeah. So it's, you know, kind of... It, it, now, it, now, I'm going to say this. I'll tell you one th good thing about Ikea is if you're dating somebody. You mm -hmm. Take somebody to Ikea, then you go home and you put it together. If you can survive putting right. it together, she's a keeper. Learn the patience. <laughs> yeah. It's not... It's, most things are easy, but it, it just, you know... I've talked to many a mechanic. They're one bolt, one broken bolt away from a 15-minute job being a three-hour job. Right. And... That gets most the most frustrating. If so. you get flustered putting up hanging a TV, don't go to IKEA. Yeah, no. Um, but the thing is, I've also seen the the big acrylic boxes. Have you seen those? Where you yeah. actually buy pretty much you tell them what printer you have, and they have an entire acrylic case. And they make it, and you just put it on top. You put it slide down on top of it, it's got a little door. That's pretty cool. You know, um, I think it's got two doors: one for the filament line side, and then one for the actual door itself. It sits in. There you go. Some of them I've seen for like Prusas, some of them I've seen for Enders. Prefabs and things yeah, like that. Yeah, they're like prefabs. So they ship it to you in a box. So it's an enclosure in a box, which is another good way. You know, if you have money to spend, there you go. Um, you know, if not, solved, yeah. some you of know, the, some DIY, the, man. Let's say some of the printers come with it. Yeah. Like you think, you look at Form Labs. I mean, I know that that's a resin printer, but like we can take, just we can take the little quick look over and, and say, why are all resin printers enclosed? Well, mostly because of the chemicals and the fumes, but on the same same coin is like, well, they need to control light. I mean, there was something that we saw earlier today, mm -hmm. electron beam, which is like crazy that I didn't know you could print like that. But it it needs to be enclosed because it's dangerous if not. Right. So not not like ABS. If you print it without an enclosure, I wouldn't say it's dangerous. I would say maybe to your print or maybe to what you're trying to make, it might be dangerous. Yeah, you might you. lose some quality, but not. But not like immediately life-threatening resin. Probably life-threatening. Your lungs are going to feel it if you don't right. take and, precaution. And the thing is, it's like, you know, building an enclosure is, is, is a little easier than most people give it out to be. Because most of the stuff that you can find at the hardware store. Oh, you know, yeah. Most of the stuff you can find at home. Um, you know, if you have an old shower curtain, you yeah. know, you've gone and done a remodel, you know, recently, and you have shower curtains, it's go to a store by PVC or tarp, go to a store by PVC pipes. And you can take those PVC pipes and make a square out of it. All oh, this is a you know, mm -hmm. a couple uprights, and you make a box that goes over it. Take the tarp and run around the outside of it and zip tie it into spots. And you're done. And that's it. You know, take you know, use five fifty cord, rope, um, hemp line, um, banana leaves if you really want to do. Um, you know, anything that yeah. you can make shoelaces. <laughs> um, um, so you know, anything you can use to you know make a, a rope out of. You can, can you can seal that up, and guess what? Now you have an enclosure. Mm -hmm. It does not have to be pretty to work. You know? No, it just has to be. You know, it's the same. It's the same thing. Whenever you look at a house that's like half done, and it's got the it's yeah, got the um, the insulation up. Yeah. So you see the insulation's up, but maybe the drywall's not up yet. It's still gonna hold your temperature. Right. 
It, that's what the insulation yeah. is supposed to be. And, doing. and you know, the, the, the perfect example of it, if it's ugly, it works, is, um, well, the fork. You can't the, see the, it, the, but the, I'm the, raising the, my own hand. Well, <laughs> no, 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 the thing, the, uh, what is it, the uh, Pontiac Fiero. Oh, man. Um, engine in the back, ugly as sin, um, but it still worked. Um, or the better known as the Ford Pinto, which that didn't really work. Um, yeah, just it would get hit in the rear and explode. What is it? So, Zuzu. <laughs> yeah, the Zuzu pickups. They made some. They the, made yeah, and the engines underneath the chair in the front. And yeah. you're yeah. I remember sitting on that in the Philippines when we were riding riding around, and my like, you guys have heated seat warmers or something? Why is it getting hot in here? <laughs> yeah, it's you know they're ugly as sin, but you know what? They they work. Yeah. Right. So you know don't don't be like oh I need to have the perfect enclosure for my stuff to work. No 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 no. No, that could be ugly as sin. Um, and Just keep an eye on your temperature sensors. Yeah. And I mean, and this is why we always encourage Clipper because, like, you can better watch those. Yeah. Put an extra thermistor in there. Yeah. Temperature changes, and, and you can set up your MQTT, and you can have alerts. You can have the Telegram bot send you, hey, alert, temperature out of you know specification. But it, but you can also set it up to where it doesn't fail. Yeah. It just alerts you. And you have a warning and a critical. There's so much more customization that you can. Thanks for the general reminder. I got to send you some code. Yeah, uh, you got. Um, uh, yeah, I. I need to get those. Um, this guy, completely forgot. You can even set up. Yeah, and that even reminds me. You can set up a heater profile to where it shows your your chamber temperature, yep. your your hot end, your bed, your MCU, your mm-hmm. Raspberry Pi. You can look at all your temperatures of everything and yep. and then monitor it that way. So it's like I ordered an additional thermistor. To once I get the enclosure finished, I'm going to run into the enclosure so I can get the temperature of my enclosure. Yeah. You know, so I can kind of see, you know, what's what's going on in there, you know, so I'm not having to put up a little, like, you know, uh, thing that tells me what the... On yeah, temperature is. You get it. To t- you get it to send those to you whenever it gets outside. You set up like monitoring for critical and like yeah. warnings, and it's there. You go. Yeah. Now, now you've not only created an enclosure that's going to make your print safe. It's going to keep you safe, so you know when something fails. It's going to save you time. It's going to save you money. Yeah. Man, I feel like I feel like we've been preaching Clipper for a while though. <laughs> we have been, but the thing but, is, but is, there's a reason. Exactly, there is a reason for Clipper. If you are going to run an enclosed printer, please go to a version there of Clipper well, if Fluid. Well, Octopi, Octopi works too. Octopi, if you want to stick with your, um, or Octoprint, if Octoprint, you if, if you want to yeah. stick with your your current, um, firmware, for example, like if you have a, um, an Ender and you just like the Marlin firmware, yeah, you know you like you know doing your your thing, you know set up Octoprint. Octoprint will help you out. They'll they'll take care. They'll track all that stuff for you. Um, you don't have to go to a new firmware. There's nothing to be scared of. You can, you can try it that way, you know, and if you have any experience with that, you know, definitely, you know, help your fellow, you know, listeners out by explaining to them kind of what the benefits are, you know, if they've never gone that route or if they're new to the 3D printing hobby or the, the 3D printing workforce, you know, cause we're seeing a lot, a lot more 3D printer workforces yeah. popping up, you know, and more and more 3D printing, um, um, you know, evolution. And, you know, I think that's kind of something we'll hit later i think we're seeing a lot of stuff now where we can have an entire episode on 3d print evolution mm-hmm. and i think that's definitely one of our one of our episodes later on is is, t- is talking about that um pretty much as we also prepare to to, to head to possibly heavily likely looking like we're going to head to a uh, a trade show mm-hmm. you know go out there and, and take a look and, and kind of get some new ideas and 
you know, kind of talk to some people and, you know, get some, some yeah. stuff for the YouTube channel, you know, so, you know, get you, get you all involved in that. Um, we'll be doing, if we do go, which it is looking highly likely, mm -hmm. um, that we'll be doing, you know, at least some live streaming a little bit during that yeah. time, you know, maybe like an after shot, you know, um, or, you know, we may do something, or we may do something in the morning before we go to the show. The show starts at nine. We'll do something at eight. You know, like, hey, let's have coffee real quick. And let's kind of mm -hmm. talk about what we want to accomplish that day. Yeah. You know, and then we kind of come back, you know, that afternoon and we have another, we, you know, we have a, a maybe not an adult beverage because we don't get banned off of YouTube. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> a, you know, a, a, a water or another cup of coffee. And, you know, we kind of, you know, talk through things. You know, what do we see? You know, what, what kind of caught our eyes for that day? Yeah, it's you cool. Know, Just um, the, the number of vendors or the number of companies there, Slice Engineering, Form Labs, yep. Creality, Prusa, like all those big, big names are going to be there. So. Yeah, and the name of the show is the Rapid TCT event. Yeah. Um, you know, if y'all go to that, um, if you're in the industry and you go to that, send us a message, let us know you're going to be there. Um, you know, we will look for you. You know, if anything, we can have a conversation. You know, have a cup of coffee after the show's over. Yeah. Um, or, you know, go out and grab a bite to eat, you know, and, you know, just have a conversation about, you know, what is going on, you know, and what is the what is the future of, of 3D printing, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, we may do an episode of the podcast with you. Yeah. You know, we'll bring all the gear with us, you know, just in case we want to have a, you know, have a conversation with somebody and, mm -hmm. you know, we, we kind of go from there, you know. Because yeah, why not, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's 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 bringing more information to them. Yeah. So, you know, pretty it, exciting. Exactly, and you know, I think that you know, for us, it's you know, next step in the right evolution. Yeah. You know, but also, you know, that here nor there is we're gonna you know be able to look and see what's actually being enclosed, what's not being enclosed, and for you know what reason. Yeah, yeah, because everything's gonna be solving a different problem. They're, exactly. They're all, I mean, they're all gonna be looking to bring a solution to the table that hasn't been made before, and. Like, how can we bring innovation to the forefront and teach anybody about innovation if we're not looking at it, too? So Right, exactly. If, so. We, if, we're, if we're not willing to sacrifice a little bit of cash, we're going to have a little bit of fun. But, you know, I think that's going to bring us to the, the end for tonight. I think, yeah. I think we've answered the question of, you know, to enclose or not to enclose. Most of the time, yes. <laughs> yeah, most of the time is yes. Um, <laughs> you too? We can. Yeah. You know, so we start, you know, getting that way. Um, but... You know, the thing is, is, I want to say, like, we've been kind of iterating here in the past few minutes is, you know, we want to say thank you. You know, we're seeing some of y'all pop up from all over the world. And, you know, I couldn't tell you how happy that makes me. That means, you know, at least we're, we're reaching y'all. You know, we're having a little bit of fun with it. Mm -hmm. You know, we want y'all to have fun with us. We want y'all to enjoy it. Um, you know, that's why I was saying, you know, the guys from, from India, you know, I've seen you on there a few times. The guys from Singapore, you know, we keep, yeah. we keep seeing y'all, you know, make yourself known on some of the socials, you know, let us know who you are. Um, and you know, we're more than happy to have a conversation with you if you want to talk off, you know, same thing with the rest of y'all. Um, because we, you know, we want to see how things are done in other places and around the globe, you know, yeah. and if that's something that we want to do on a live stream one day, Hey, let's do it. Um, you know, I got no problem with that. You know, we'll do it on YouTube live stream and we'll have a conversation and, you know, kind of get an idea of, you know, three printing across the globe and, you know, kind of whatever else is involved in. Um, yeah. so, but you know, that's something that we can talk about later. Yeah. But, you know, the big thing is, is to do this thank you. You know, seeing, you know, where y'all are at and where you're going from and stuff like that, it's, you know, it, it, it's, I guess you can say, you know, makes it worth it to, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, hit that, that demographic. It's a good feeling. You know, across the world knowing that, you know, we're not just stuck to our own little part of the world here. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're being heard by more than just the people at work that tell us to, you know, pretty much shut up. 
Yeah, because they're <laughs> tired of hearing us talk about 3D printing. But yeah, no, I mean, it's the same thing from my side. I, I definitely agree. I, like, it's it's nice to have um, listening ears, you know, people interested in it. Uh, it it's, it's you know, we, we strive to bring the knowledge to everybody. So why don't, why would we want to limit who's listening to? So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's crazy that we, that you got, what was it, only a few weeks ago, past a thousand yep. you know um and and that's the uh, f- first of many milestones i would expect so oh yeah and that's not that. just that's not us listening right we can't we can't get those numbers we can't fake that that's that's other people listening so we definitely we definitely are very appreciative in, in those uh aspects um as far as uh maybe a challenge for the week i'd say mm-hmm. um I was going to say, enclose something that you love. No, I'm just kidding. That's a terrible yeah, idea. Yeah, please don't do that. We're going to draw for that. Um, no, but uh, let's, like, hostage. yeah, it's, see, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a cage, that's a prison, don't do that. Um, but no, yeah, see see if, if you've got a 3D printer, um, um, do some investigation about making an enclosure for it. See how easy it is. Try some prints on an enclosure. Um, the, the thing that I, that we talked about earlier, the, that, you know, with the moisture and the printing of those things, that's a project we're probably going to do. Yeah. So yeah, that, that sounds like really that fun. And then if we don't want to post a video on it, we'll talk about it on a podcast or something like that. But that sounds like something that we should do. And if you have any ideas or thoughts on that and some input, maybe some types of filament we should try. I was just going to say PLA Pet G. We'll do maybe three rolls of each and try them out. Because um, that's usually what people are getting. Like we can try it, and if you want to see more, we'll do more later on. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, uh, that and you know, learn something new every day. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter. Send yeah. us what you got. You know how you built your dry box, or how you did your enclosure. You know, we'd love oh, to see yeah. it. Oh yeah. You know, and, and tell us kind of how y'all are doing. You know, three D printing across the globe. You know, we we kind of want to know that. So, yeah. but all right, y'all. You know, we appreciate it. Uh, we thank you. And, uh, you know, we'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to the Tech at Lunch podcast, where we hope you learned something about tech during your break or during your lunchtime. If you did, please give us a follow to prevent missing future episodes. If you have any ideas or something you want to hear or learn about, please send us a show idea to podcast at vulcanora.com. Hope you have a good rest of the day and continue learning.